Welcome to the Mount Washington Valley Spirit Podcast. Today's episode is entitled, Mother Nature's Effects on Your Paranormal Investigation, Part 4. This is the fourth installment of a four-part series on Mother Nature's Effects on Your Paranormal Investigation. On the previous three podcast episodes, entitled Mother Nature's Effects on Your Paranormal Investigation, Part 1, 2, and 3, we discussed natural situations and phenomena due to meteorology, as well as from the cosmos and radio waves that can affect a paranormal investigation. Today we will discuss other various phenomena that are naturally occurring that can influence a paranormal investigation. Some of this material may have been in a previous podcast that I have produced in the past. Alright, so other natural things that can affect a paranormal investigation. Gases. There are a bunch of gases on our planet that we interact with always, frequently, occasionally, and rarely. It is important to understand how these gases can affect a human being and how it can alter your perception. Some of these gases include oxygen, nitrogen, methane, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, etc. Our bodies are accustomed to a certain ratio of nitrogen to oxygen, and an alteration in that can cause all kinds of issues with your physiology and mental status. Introduction of other gases can cause quite a few symptoms, including physical illness or change of mental status. These can hamper a scientific paranormal investigation. It is important to make sure that the location of your investigations have carbon monoxide detectors, and you should keep one with you to use on your preliminary walk through of the property to ensure that there aren't gases that can affect your paranormal investigation, health, or be causing perceived paranormal activity. Carbon monoxide is colorless and odorless as well as deadly poisonous, so carrying a detector to your investigations is vital. Methane has a horrible smell, so there won't be any question if it is present. As discussed on the previous podcast episode, barometric pressure is coupled with oxygen level, which can, especially for sensitive people, cause altered mental status in some situations. So it is important to keep a device with you that can monitor barometric pressure. Some people have weak senses of smell, and that could cause them to not recognize gases at their location that could be making them perceive paranormal activity that isn't there. As I have stated many times before, our goal is to find the truth for our clients. Misinterpreting things as paranormal when they really are not paranormal because of a lack of understanding of various sciences related to topics, or simply because it is more enjoyable for you to see something paranormal, it if you can remotely say something is paranormal, it doesn't do our client any favors. We are there to help them and not to use them to fuel our adrenaline. I won't say something is possibly paranormal until I have exhausted all of the science first. The stone tape theory. The stone tape theory derivates date back to 1837 when a polymath, which is someone whose knowledge spans a great number of subjects, named Charles Babbage, who spent his life in London, England, speculated that spoken word left permanent impressions in the air 
even if falling silent over a long period of time. He believed that this had to do with the transfer of motion between various particles. This falls back on the science that you can't destroy energy, and it can only be converted and transferred. In the 19th century, the Society for Psychical Research, which is a nonprofit organization in London, England, that studies events and abilities related to psychic abilities in the paranormal, had two investigators named Edmund Gurney and Eleanor Sidgwick. Their views were that some materials and buildings were capable of storing records of past events, which could then later be played back by people with certain psychic abilities. During the same time period, there was the belief referred to as psychometry, a psychic-related ability that would allow someone with the ability to learn the history associated to the object by having physical contact with it. In 1940, Henry Haberly Price, the president of the Society of Psychical Research, would speak of a phenomenon he referred to as psychic ether, which would act as a medium between a physical and spiritual reality. He believed that psychic ether would empower objects to carry traces of past experiences and emotions. In 1961, a book was published named Ghost and Ghoul by an archaeologist named Thomas Charles Lethbridge, who claimed that past events can be stored in objects thanks to fields of energy that he believed to surround streams, forests, or mountains. Believers of the stone tape theory claim that crystalline rock such as quartz, basalt, limestone, soapstone, marble, sandstone, and granite are predominantly the stones that can, due to their properties, absorb electromagnetic energy, and re-radiate that energy over a long period of time. This is believed by some to cause a phenomenon that acts synonymously like a tape recorder that replays the same song time and time again until the tape wears out. Since the molecules in a stone can remain in place for many millennia, and bedrock can remain in place for eons, some believe that the stone tape theory is feasible. Many paranormal investigators report that residual hauntings seem to be more prevalent when these stones are in the vicinity. What properties of the stone could theoretically make this possible? It is well known that rocks can absorb and re-radiate heat. Stones have been used to aid in home heating through the mechanism known as passive solar to keep bread warm, or used in the material in the building of an oven to cook foods for centuries. While the heat capacity of stones vary, as marble always feels cool and others such as brick can retain heat longer, there isn't any argument in their ability to absorb and re-radiate energy over a period of time. Heat is something that requires a constant source to maintain a level of temperature and can bleed away quickly. Heat falls into the infrared section of the electromagnetic spectrum. It is known that stone can absorb radioactive energy from nuclear bombs and re-radiate the energy over many decades. With the same science principle, it is believed that the stones mentioned earlier can absorb energy from living beings and slowly bleed over a long period of time. Our nervous systems are large antennas that pick up and radiate electromagnetic energy. The mechanisms related to this theory include energy fields, inductive electromagnetism, which is voltage, resonant frequencies, quantum entanglement, 
and the molecular architecture of the stone. While there is no scientific certitude that this is realistically possible, it is believed that through empirical investigation, paranormal researchers have linked increased likelihood of paranormal activity around the associated crystalline stones. Some believe that bodies of water, such as rivers, ponds, and lakes can have the same effect. However, water, especially in a moving body of water, is in a constant state of motion at the molecular level and is frequently changing due to the evaporation and condensation. While I can, to some extent, understand and be open-minded about the stone tape theory as it has some science backing it up, I don't see how water, being that it is constantly in movement molecularly, could have the same effect as the stone tape theory suggests, unless said water contained copious amounts of the stones discussed earlier on. I would love to see more scientific study on how stones have the ability to absorb and re-radiate energy that emanates from humans and animals. This four-part podcast series on natural phenomena that can influence a paranormal investigation is now complete. Please visit us online at www.mwvspirit.com where you can find our social media sites and blog. Thank you for listening to the Mount Washington Valley Spirit Podcast, where we don't like to be normal, we like to be paranormal.